0: like it is the kingdom way and i'm dr baker j baker and we're almost at new year's we're almost at the end of this calendar year so father we thank you and praise you that you have brought us this far and you're taking us all the way through i thank you and praise you for the people that are watching this i thank you and praise you for those that use the advice that you gave them uh last week and and got through went through christmas uh in victory and i thank you that because we're coming into this new year people are planning to tell a whole lot of lies about what they're going to do and what they're not going to do i'm going to lose this weight I'm going to uh, stop drinking, I'm going to stop smoking, I'm going to stop doing all these things, all these lies that they're telling and have no real intentions of following through. But we're going to talk about single-mindedness, and I thank you that you're leading, guiding, and directing me in order to do this. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about single-mindedness, getting through as holidays, uh, getting through the holidays. Uh, being of one mind many times new year's eve new year's week here it is we talk about it you eat like a hog all week you did that on christmas and you're still eating like that okay like there's no tomorrow like uh food is a scarcity and it's not all right so you've overeaten not because you were hungry But uh, you've you've done all of those things, and so you're feeling bad, so now you're going to lie and say, I'm going to go to the gym. Oops, never mind. You can't go to the gym because there's a disease going on or there's a plan, pan, whatever kind of stuff going on. Anyway, oh, well, I'm going to, I I bought all of this stuff. I'm going to go on a fast. I'm going to do all of these things. Stop lying to yourself. Start to live. where it is that you're satisfied with who you are and whatever changes that you need to make, whatever changes that you decide to make, you can only keep up those things if you think that you're worth it. Okay? Just just listen to this. (sighs) uh, I've had a lot of things in my life that I've looked at and um my daughter she uh, she'll probably tell you on one of her programs what it is that she went through okay she was uh um uh, she she was she was fat and she started to look at herself as being you know just just this fat person that my gosh i got all this weight to lose you know 100 pounds or 50 pounds or 70 pounds or whatever it was you know and i look old and i look terrible and i look this and i look that and she judged herself the way that she saw it, not the way that she was going to be, not the way that God saw it. Because let me let me just tell you something. And I'm going to I'm going to talk about fat for right now. OK, I can take a roast and some people can look at it as being real fat. OK, Oh, it's got all this fat around it. But you see, I look at it as putting it into one oven and putting it up there high so that the fat melts off why because i have one way that i'm going to do this i there isn't any piece of meat that i can't work with i don't care how tough it is i don't care how fat it is i don't care what it is all right Uh, i can i can use it and i can cook with it okay many times what happens is this we look at ourselves as a commodity we look at ourselves and what we're thinking is this I'm not sellable. I'm not resellable. I'm not acceptable. Nobody will buy me. Nobody will want me. Nobody. You start thinking of it in all of those ways. Nobody will buy into what it is that I believe, how it is that I do. And so you set yourself up. So therefore, I'm going to lose this weight. Well, I tell people you need to stop losing weight because anything you lose, you go after to find anything that's precious to you. And all that fat has been precious because you have spent a lot of money and a lot of time to get it. Okay. So, whether it's smoking, all those cigarettes that you've smoked for all of those years, all of those different things, I've had patients, I've had clients. that uh, were told if you don't stop smoking, you'll get cancer, got cancer and still smoke. Well, I got it now and I'm going to die from it. So I might as well continue. So they did not, they, they did not think about the health. They did not think of health. I want you to change the way that you're thinking. We talked about this last, last week, you are a trichotomy. You are a spirit that controls a mind and lives in a body. You, if, if you're born again, your spirit man is stronger than any other part. But what you have to do is to get your mind to buy into it. If your mind does not buy into what your spirit knows, then your flesh will lead you in directions that you don't want to go. All right. God is saying this. When he's talking about seeking the kingdom first and the kingdom way of doing things, And then everything that is needed for your life will be added to you. Let's really, let's dissect that a little bit. (laughs) What's being said is this. As you seek the kingdom of God, as you seek the thoughts of God, as you seek the ways of God, as you seek the language of God, the culture of God, then. Uh, uh then then you will know a direction in which to go let's talk about the thoughts of God let's talk about the righteousness of God let's talk about God's ways it's the way God thinks I want to think like God thinks I want to think about my body the way God thinks about my body God sees my body as the way that he created it and when I start seeing it that way then my 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 attitude my my appetite, all of those different things will start to fall in line. And I will look at the things that I that I, I eat. I will look at the things that I put into my body as being necessary, not as, as being so that it is a ruler over me. Anything that you got to have, it rules over you. This is the reason that I tell people, if you, you know, oh, I, I really want a husband. I really want a wife. Oh, I'm just so tired. We talked about this last week a bit. I'm so tired of being alone. I'm so, that's that song too. I'm so tired of being alone. Anyway, I'm not going to sing for you. But anyway, here's that song. I'm so tired of being alone. And then what happens is you take anything. You get so hungry that you eat anything. Uh, and, and I mean this spiritually. I mean this emotionally. I mean this in every aspect of your life. You eat a lie. I don't know. I've had people. I've dealt with the criminally insane. I've dealt with a whole lot of people and clients. But one of the things that some of the criminals have told me, especially rapists and, and uh, um, uh, people that have killed multiple people, I guess they call them serial killers now and whatever it is, <clears throat> is that they can see the weaknesses in those people that they abducted. They can see the weaknesses in those people that they rape. They can see the fear. I want you to get rid of the fear. When you get rid of the fear, then you're able to overcome any and everything. And then you won't have to make a lie. You will say today, this is what I'm going to do. Today, this is what I'm going to do. The Bible says in Matthew six, it says, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Okay, well, I'm not gonna do this for the next six months. You have just lied to yourself. I'm not going to do this, this moment and this moment I choose, and this moment I choose, and this moment I choose. And every moment that you choose to obey what it is that you really want, what you have written down about yourself, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. What parts of you get stronger? Your mind gets stronger. Your thoughts are single-minded. Your thoughts are not going in all of these other directions. I'm known for being able to help get plans to help people to Uh, 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 get rid of weight not to lose weight but to get rid of it so that it goes away and never comes back never never ever comes back why is that because what's happening is a lifestyle change I want to help you make lifestyle changes to stay focused on one thing and that's on finishing your race whatever race it is that God has planned for you being uh, able to do what you need to do authentic recovery is a result of freedom from the lies that reside at the roof of the life controlling problems that you have. And how you believe and how you allow the therapon himself to come in and work in you, this will help you to accomplish this. Remember, the Therapon is God, is Jesus, and he is the ultimate healer. He is the changer of life. He is the one with the power, the authority, the ability to do this. Now, listen to this again. Authentic recovery. I'm going to recover. What did he do? He came to make restoration. He came to restore us to our right place. Adams, male and female, had no problem with the problems that we have in the garden until they started to think differently. They started to think different from their creator. Here it is. God is my creator. And he told me, I want you to think like me. Now he says, let this mind be in you. Okay. That was in Christ Jesus. It was also in him. And this mind that was in him, he thought, he didn't think that he was ripping it off. He didn't think he was robbing of it. He knew that this was the mind that was God's mind. And God intended him to have that mind uh, in the earth. He talking about Jesus, the man, intended for him to have that mind even at creation, The mind that Adam gave up and took on this other mind, this physical carnal mind, is the mind that had him to feel shame. They were in the garden. They were naked, they were transparent, but there was no shame, no shame at all. But when they, when they started to believe differently, when they disobeyed, what was their natural nature was to think like God. When they started thinking like a serpent, when they started thinking like a demonic thing, when they started to think religion. When they started to doubt who God was, who God is, and the power and the love that God is, then they started to think differently. I guarantee you every habit, everything that you have to recover from, recovering your sanity, okay? This is what we're after, recovering your sanity. I have walked in this insane way. I have walked in this crazy way in my life. And now I am going to recover my right mind. What is your right mind? It is the mind of God. It is the mind of Jesus. It's the mind of Christ. If I can't have his mind, then why does he have me sitting in the places in him? Why am I in him? If I am the body of Christ, then there is a head of Christ. And that head is not this carnal head. I don't think like that. Otherwise, you cannot live in the kingdom. You're not a kingdom citizen. You're not operating in the kingdom citizen because the kingdom of God, God is a theocracy. Uh, uh, he is not a Democrat. He is not Republican. He is not, uh, uh, where I do what I want to do. It's my thing. And I do what I want to do. You can't tell me who to knock rocket to shock it to whatever it is. Okay. That's the attitude many people have. They don't say it like that because they're too religious or they're too pious or whatever the heck it is. Okay. But that's why this program is called tell it like it is. All right. But it's the kingdom way. And so what it is, is this. The king is saying this. You have to remember who you are positioned in. Uh, Most, uh, okay, let me read you this. Now I've given you some scriptures so you know that this is about God. Uh, It's been my experience and most believers experience in life that life controlling problems and struggles uh, that we struggle with is called positional identity disorder. Okay, that's what they do. It's a PID thing. And uh, it's all uh, it it it's uh, uh, it's it, it's an in the list of spiritual and emotional problems that have their root in this positional identity disorder. Okay, if you don't know where you're positioned, if you don't know what it really means to be seated in Him in Christ Jesus, and and let me let me just back up for a minute. Oh gosh, I am so weary of feeling empathy for people that are trying to fake it because they don't know who they are and their shame you say i didn't want to tell nobody that i don't believe this i'd rather for someone to come to me and say you know what i just got a problem with god i got a problem believing i have a problem You know, rather than quoting all these scriptures and, 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 and I I see it in, uh, you know, I oversee uh, congregations and I oversee things and people talk all this stuff and they, they quote all these scriptures. And I'm thinking, why don't you just, I'm asking, why don't you just get one, one scripture that you get down on the inside of you is a heck of a lot better than all of these that you're just spouting and no faith at all in it. And here it is. Uh, 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 you know, here it is. I can blow them down because all it is is paper. They ain't even got no paperweight. Okay. No paperweight at all. and even two pound paper. I don't know what comes under that stuff, but it's like that paper you can see through. Be honest with yourself, honest with God so that you can achieve what it is that you want to achieve so that when you get to New Year's Eve, which we're almost there when you get to that day and then you get to that next day. Uh, uh, that you know who it is that you are and what you're going after. Just pick one thing. Paul said this, this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind me, but I press towards this mark. Get your mark clear. Get your mark clear as to what it is that you're going to do, where it is you go. One little small thing, one little small thing. I told you last week, I think it was, that God had given us one instruction. He says, uh, on my car, it says a certain thing. And um, he says, what I want you to do is I want you to get these people in this car and I want you to ride up and down these streets of the city that you live in. I want you to run up and down the right? Ride, right, not run, right, up and down the streets, and I want you to prophesy. I will prophesy through you. And then some of the streets I want you to rename. I, I know that there's going to be people that we prophesy to. I know that these things, but he didn't say get out and do this, get out and do that. He said, Ride. Ride. And he says, this is my first step so the whole thing of it is is this I have to walk in obedience in that one step and I know myself I know my daughter I know my granddaughter I know crystal I know these different people and my other daughter I know all of these I mean you know here it is we can oh my gosh that person out there maybe we should go and talk to this one maybe you should go and talk to this one maybe she these thoughts will run but the thing of it is is this we will stick to what it is that he said to do where it's just like the Bible I'm not going to add to it and I'm not going to take anything uh, from it and you say oh my gosh last week you were so excited this week I'm trying to put something in you so that you can walk through the year okay last year that was breaking up the follow ground I mean last week this week is about uh, now let's do some planting okay this is what's called planting okay um, uh, many times you're struggling with God and his forgiveness He has forgiven everything that you have ever done past, present and future. I have one daughter that is constantly saying, there is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. And I said to her, stop saying that you're working with all the condemnation you're feeling. And so you want to let you want to pray and prophesy. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation to those who in Christ who walk after the spirit and obey what it is and walk according to the purpose that he has in your life. And if you're walking in the purpose that he has for your life, which is life and life more abundantly, you already know that there is no condemnation. Nobody can heap that on you. Condemnation comes from the inside out. Okay. When you when you get that Christ has already forgiven you, He's given you. You say, "Well, He hasn't forgiven me for what it is that I'm going to do." Well, then He never could have forgiven you. You couldn't have got uh, uh, born again then, because I guarantee you, you weren't. If you're around here now, you sure wasn't around when He was on the cross. You weren't physically around then. So why do you have such a difficult time that He has forgiven you for past, present, and 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 all of those sins? Okay, all of those mishaps, He has forgiven you. God, I agree with you that this is forgiven. Or I agree with you. Well, what if I sin today? God, I agree with your with with your deliverance for this, and I thank you that I'm overcoming this. I thank you for that. I I, I thank you for that. And now what you have to do is to deal is to deal with your emotions, your emotions that you have for this because you were really grieved. You were really sorry about what it was that you did. <clears throat> but that's between you and your human soul, okay? Uh, 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 and, and he accepted you in his beloved. Now is your choice. Now is your choice to think the way he thinks. If we're not thinking the way he thinks, we're going to fail at everything. You're going to fail at that diet, okay? You're going to fail at that drug thing. You're going to fail at that marriage. You're going to fail at everything because you see yourself as a failure. The only way that you can see yourself as an overcomer, the only way that you can see yourself as a success is to recognize that God loves you and that you have already been forgiven. And whatever it is that you got to walk over, whatever it is that you have to walk through, whether you're sitting in prison, whether you're sitting in a, 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 a classroom, whether you have no job, whether you got a great job, whatever it is, it's not something that God is not already in. If he is in you and you are in him, you're agreeing with what he says about it. It has a kingdom of God purpose. And what we have to do when you get the mind of Christ, when you start thinking like he thinks, when you start walking after the things that he wants you to walk after, all of those other things that you have need of, they are added to you. The people are added to you. The situations are added to you. The houses are added to you. The cars, whatever it is that you need. But you gotta remember one thing that it's for a kingdom of God purpose. It is not for me to gloat. It is not for me to tell people how great I am. It is not for me to have be puffed up like a big Uh, uh, a baby Huey or whatever it is. It's time for us not to be baby Hueys, being all this big stuff, all these big talks. But then when you get home and you're crying like a baby because you can't even change your own diaper. So it's time to get out of those diapers. It's time to be able to put on your big girl, big boy pants and pull yourself up. You know what I'm talking about. I ain't going to say this on the program, but at any rate, to pull it up, So that you can walk with all the chutzpah. You can walk with all the power and the authority that God has you to walk with. You have to be positionally believers are absolutely and excellent they are, they uh are, uh they are absolute excellent you are not just a human you are a spirit and your spirit man knows no distance your spirit man knows no limits none 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 stop limiting yourself because every time you limit yourself your mind goes here and there and everywhere oh okay because we are in Christ and his righteousness is in us, it is imputed in 2 Corinthians uh, five twenty one and Philippians 3 and 9. What happens is this, is that we recognize that we are exactly uh, uh, our spirit man is exactly all that we are to be, and it releases everything that we need it to release in order for us to get from point A to point B. And stop listening to preachers, apostles, prophets, pastors, 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 teachers, or whoever it is that try to get you to compromise. Stop it. Stop it. Well, you know, when people start talking about, well, you know, just tell them, let me drown you in that well. Just think that, okay? Do not allow. God says this, all things are possible to those who believe. With Christ, all things are possible. All things are possible because of where you're seated, because of who you're in, all things are possible. And the things that you're most of the time thinking about are things that he put in your heart, he put in your mind, he put in your spirit, and here it is. And I've been one of those people that have told people, well, it was because you didn't wanna see him hurt, right? Uh, you just hurt them. You just hurt them. Why is that? Because you want them to walk with your disbelief. I had to cut that crap out of my life. I just had to cut it out because I'm saying, okay, if that's what God has said for you to do, and if that's what you believe, and, and what's the first step? What has he told you? What has he told you to do? Well, I don't know. Well, then you better go and find out the first step. Well, I need more than that. Well, if you need more than that, then you didn't hear from God. Because he says, I will lead you line upon line, precept upon precept. I'm going to change your perception. Your perception of something does not change all at one time. I guarantee you it doesn't. He says, I'm going to lead you step upon step. That's line upon line. Okay. I'm going to change your perception from this to this. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. People tell this lie. Well, people don't like change. I love change. Well, when people get older, they don't like change. I guess I'm never going to get older because I love change. Why is that? Because I don't want to stay like I am. I don't want to stay in the same position. Who wants to stay in the same position? Who wants to keep preaching to the very same people all the time? Who wants to have the same patients or the same clients all the time? I do not want them. I want fresh faces. Most of my clients are men. I like to see new men to be able to help and to be able to, to uh, uh, help them to do what it is that they want to do. I don't I don't care how much money you're paying me. I don't care what, uh, what that is. I do not want you to stay in therapy forever. This is not a uh, uh, a lifetime therapy. That is not who I want you to be. I want you to graduate. I want you to go from one thing to the other. I want you to accomplish. I want you to come back and show me and tell me what you accomplished and how the words that God spoke from me. Many of my clients are non-believers. And so I still use the same thing with them. They just don't know where it comes from. Oh, they think I'm brilliant, which I am because I obey God. I listen to his mind. I have the mind of Christ. And And I have to work to keep the mind of Christ. It is not easy in in my flesh because I want to think out of this carnal mind. And and I have to fight. So I'm breaking all the stuff that I've said to you until here, uh, until then, from last week and then this week. I want you to get this. You have to fight to come into this place of rest. you got to fight the thoughts that you have. You have to, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the fight that says, I have faith. I have the faith of God. And I believe what God has said. I believe what he has done. I believe what he is manifesting. I believe what I am doing that he has done. He has done it all. When people keep saying, God's going to do, God's going to do, God's going to do this for you. God's going to do this for you. Uh No, God is not playing catch up. God has put us in this time capsule and in this time capsule he has provided and he has done everything that he is going to do. He met, he he did he finished it before he started it. He's already done that and that's the way you and I have to start to think. We have to start to think with the mind of Christ. Jesus was crucified even before the foundation of the earth. Jesus was born, he had to be born before the foundation of the earth to be crucified before the foundation of the earth. So the Christmas that we just celebrated, you have to understand all of that was done before the foundation of the whole earth. And I tell you, if you're lonely, if you need help or whatever it is, we're here to help you. Our phone numbers and things are on there. I think otherwise it's uh, 408-945-4439. I'm Dr. Baker J. Baker. Our website is www.mtem.org. Call us, write us, whatever it is. And I love you. And I will see you next year. Bye-bye.